Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Popcorn Panel. This is Rano Iskandar, your host for tonight and for today. And you can listen to the previous episodes of the Popcorn Panel if you download the app or you can go browse on the website, the soundcloud.com slash the popcorn panel. And this is the 70th episode of the Popcorn Panel and I will be alone actually for today. Because my co-host Delgo hasn't watched this movie that which I'm going to review. The latest movie by Disney, Disney's Cinderella. And I'm not sure if I'm going to go to movie news right now, but I'll go straight into the review of Cinderella because I haven't done, haven't done any kind of research on movies. But one thing that I want to share is I can't wait for... The blockbuster movies for this year, especially Age of Ultron and Fantastic Four. Age of Ultron, I watched the third trailer and looks so amazing. It's much better than the second one. I know this is a bit of outdated news, but wow, I'm impressed and I can't wait. The thing is, I don't think I'll be in Brunei by then. I could be either be watching it in Thailand or the Philippines. So... Let's see how the scheduling works. But I would definitely want to catch Age of Ultron either in 3D or in... I'm not sure they have it in IMAX for the IMAX experience. We'll see about that. So guys, I'm going to go straight to the review of Cinderella. And this let me give you the premise. Not the premise, but the cast. It's directed by a famous slash actor-director producer Kenneth Branagh and it's written by Chris Weiss Weiss, I don't know how to pronounce that and it's the cast is very simple cast it, it has Lily James playing as Cinderella Richard Madden playing as the prince Kate Blanchett the well-known actor actress playing as the wicked stepmother and we have Helena Bond Carter playing as the very good mother, and the two sisters, Holiday Granger and Sophie McSara. So, guys, this is the review that I'm gonna share with you on Cinderella. It's a f- classic fairy tale, and I ask myself, it's like how how can you make a movie a story that is predictable and yet so refreshing? And in terms of expectations, I didn't have high expectations. So when I came to this movie, it's like, okay, Cinderella is a Disney movie. We've seen a lot of remakes before. Is it going to work? Because I know it's going to be a hit among the kids because it's a formalistic kind of fairy tale. If you know a movie from Disney, and people will be drawn to it. Like, yes, I will watch... Uh, uh, this movie made by Disney and the kids will be drawn into it. So I came to this movie without any expectations and wow, I was actually impressed. And I don't know, it's just like I came to this movie thinking that, okay, it's the, a director by Kenneth Branagh and he has done a few movies that weren't much of a hit. I'm not sure if you remember, he did a movie called last year called Jack Ryan. Shadow Recruit. It was a so-so thriller movie and 
he has a lot of movies that actually bomb, which he has, he has directed. But the only movie that I thought was quite impressive that he directed was the first Marvel movie, Thor. So, so yeah, so I didn't have high expectations, but when, when I saw this, directed by Kenneth Branagh, and I said, okay, let's just give this a shot. And it's a movie that didn't have high part of marketing value. I didn't see it was prominently being promoted because I don't even remember seeing the trailer of Cinderella in, when I was in watching cinemas in Brunei. So I came to this movie kind of blank, even though, like I said, the story is kind of predictable. Okay, about the movie, what I love about this movie is maybe a lot of things. And I would go, as I mentioned before, it's a very refreshing kind of fairy tale that actually keep me interested and looking at uh, how... The, the good thing about this, like, I, I like how they have different kind of semi-plots to actually bring... I actually won't kind of spoil the movie, but... It shows me, it shows like, because this movie is about uh, the wicked stepmother and how, how she became the stepmother of Cinderella. And that was kind of interesting because we don't see that in the actual fairy tale. In the fairy tale, the fairy tale actually goes straight into the premise where she is already her stepmother. Like Cinderella already has a stepmother. But in this movie, they spend a bit of, invested a bit of time to see how the story developed into where she ha- she actually has a stepmother and stepsister. So I, th- I thought that was really refreshing. And there's a lot of mini subplots. Uh, doesn't also focus on Cinderella, but also focus on her love interest, which is the prince. And there was some kind of back and forth kind of scenes where it's also concentrated on the family of the prince and the king and the duke and the captain. So... In a way, we we not just relying like we don't we don't kind of like immerse our emotions just to Cinderella, but also to he her counterpart, her love interest, the prince, and what makes the prince kind of wanting to be with Cinderella. So there is a lot of good values here. I feel, and also yes, family values is very strong here, and I. I know this is not a spoiler, but these messages that keeps popping out, I felt was pretty effective. The mother of Cinderella gave uh, her a kind of like a code to her before, before well, I, w- I don't know if I'm spoiling it, but yes, she gave a code to her daughter and said that to have courage and be kind. And this, this kind of message has actually been incorporated in the movie at certain times, kind of like reinforced, kind of reminders. So I thought that was a very nice way. Instead of just simply give a code and and some of the movies, if you notice that they just gave something, but there was nothing redeeming about it. They didn't even probably mention at certain points of the movie. Whereas the Cinderella kind of like, kind of like reinforce the idea, the message. And it sticks to us even when we leave the cinema. Like, I've seen people using this code over their IGs, their social media to say, oh, have courage and be kind. So that has a lasting impression for the audience. 
Uh, as for the performance by Lily James, she plays the character of Cinderella. She hasn't had much movie or filmography. She only has one movie called Fast Girls. But I checked out on her profile and she actually is in a character in Downtown Abbey. So if you are, if you do watch Downtown Abbey, you probably recognize Lily James. And the other character that was impressive was Kate Blanchett playing as the stepmother. Kate Blanchett, as you know, she is a famous. You know, she has won. I think I'm pretty sure she has won some Oscars and some Glo- Glo- Golden Globes and a lot of actors, actress award. And she plays a very suiting role as the stepmother. And this this movie, you need like I always say that in any kind of movie or even in wrestling, you need a good adversary, you need a good villain, you need a good baddie to to kind of bring the balance and to make the movie more compelling. So Cat Blanchett, I oh, I don't know, she she is excellent playing as the stepmother. I couldn't kind of see or a picture who can actually play the role of another actor that could play the role of a, a stepmother. So that's a, another good point for Cinderella. The other thing I was impressed was the colors that they use. Um, it's very imaginative. It's so, I don't know, it's very creative as well. Cinematography is excellent at times. I don't know whether it's the CGI. I believe it's the CGI. But it's very nicely well done. I was quite impressed with it. It's kind of vibrant. I don't know why. And the costumes as well. The costumes that they had was amazing. So it adds more juice, more zest. I've, I mean, zest into the movie. It's not just a fairy tale, but they really concentrated on the little other little details to make the movie more more effective. And I just feel that the production is quite flawless. The other thing is what I like about this movie is the kind of how they incorporated the music. And there's one, well, I actually watched this twice. So I I kind of like uh, amazed by the score. Um, Patrick Doyle, he is, well, I just see this on iTunes uh, score by most of the scores are done by Patrick Doyle uh, I'm not sure I haven't heard of him before but this is one score that I like and I don't know if you can listen to it now it's playing in the background and of course those who watch Cinderella would recognize the score and the score is called Courage and Kindness and of course this music by Patrick Doyle the other one that I like is La Veste de l'Amour by Patrick Doyle. That's also amazing. So I'm gonna stop the music now and get back to my review. Alright, the other one is what I like is the use of humor. Humor is not like slapstick humor, but a great script. And I would praise by the screenplay by Chris Waste, who managed to give an effective storytelling and still add humor to it and overall this movie is good and amazingly he had score at least 70 million in the box office 
for this is a big news for Disney. The other Disney movie that hit the hit the right mark was Big Hero Six. I'm not sure whether it's under Disney. I think it's under Disney, Big Hero Six. But this is on par with the last year's two last year's movie, Maleficent, and also Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, two two or three two years ago. But then again, if you look at it, it's a movie that has a picture of Lily James on the poster, and she was made as the marketing person on the poster. Compared with Wizard of Oz, we have James DeFranco and James James Franco, sorry, and also Angelina Jolie in as playing the witch at Maleficent. And you when you look at this, Cinderella has stronger legs and has a better review than Wizard of Oz and Maleficent whereas both of the movie of Wizard of Oz and Maleficent uses used star powers like they had famous actors and actresses prominently being marketed so I feel that Cinderella has a better longevity and I'm pretty sure it's going to do well in the box office and mind you, they don't have even 3D for Cinderella, whereas the other two movies have 3D. So this is a very good move by Disney, and it's going to be another successful year, I feel, for Disney with with more Age of Ultron coming up, and a lot of Marvel movies, and I think it's going to be an amazing year for Disney. The weak points I feel, for this movie, is that there is no... How you say something? This movie, in a way, doesn't really soar, like, like soar to greater heights. It's just like playing it safe. I feel that Kenneth Branagh, maybe they want to make it the movie so complicated. Yes, it's a simple movie, yet effective. But he didn't want to go an extra edge to make the story maybe more compelling than it already is. So I feel that he's playing safe and there's no you won't come out of the cinema feeling like wow having this goosebumps and I felt that oh, that was something lacking. But I know it was isn't necessary but for me if it was to get a, a better score from me, yeah something that is very riveting or compelling would have added more entertainment value to me. And the other thing is I, I'm not too sure why they had to have that frozen clip in the beginning. I was thinking to myself, maybe they want to attract the kids to watch Cinderella. So I don't know whether this movie is kind of like a very successful movie in terms of the revenue. Because they had the hit Frozen kind of like a new clip from Frozen to draw the kids. Maybe that could be one of the things why people won't watch Cinderella. So I felt that if this was a marketing ploy, no, I don't think it should have been. Frozen shouldn't have. Maybe if they want to put Frozen clip, maybe it shouldn't have lasted that as long as 15 minutes. Maybe a 5 minutes would have done justice. But 15 minutes or 10 minutes was even it's a bit draggy and it's too long. But of course the kids enjoyed it. And yeah, but overall, I love, I love the movie, and I'm happy that it still maintained the spirit, the spirit of the original tale, and yet they make it so effective. 
the, the colors are so vibrant, the costumes, everything, even the music score. If you notice, like, the previous movie of a fairy tale, um, Jack the Giant Slayer, and it was a messy movie. They tried to incorporate a lot of, I don't know, they were trying to make it interesting, but it failed. It really failed. And they didn't really stick to the original tale. I mean, they have some components about it, but it was just too messy. They tried to have a lot of subplots. And that didn't work. So I'm I'm happy that Cinderella is it was a story that is kept simple yet effective and refreshing. And I feel that this is a timeless redemption of Cinderella and it's already gonna be an instant classic among the kids and even my age and even adults. This movie I've watched it twice um, what last week and last night and Cinderella I feel has its charming way to woo the audience and my verdict for Cinderella is I give this an 8.5 out of 10 so I really highly recommend you to catch Cinderella and last night when I watched Cinderella I think it's been a few days and it's full house it's full house in cinemas and I felt like this movie will have stronger legs not just overseas but also in Brunei so guys this is it my full review of Cinderella is a short episode. Do watch Cinderella and I promise you, you're going to have, I wouldn't say you yeah, will have a ball or a great time, but yes, you will come out of this movie feeling satisfied. So for the previous episodes, guys, if you're in the check, you can go to my portal or you can download the app, SoundCloud app, and you can go to my previous episodes of the popcorn panel and for more of my work you can check me out at my instagram rano adidas or my twitter handle as well and of course my blog rano360.com till next time thank you for listening and sorry for the long yeah kind of mini hiatus from my podcast because i've been very busy till then thank you for listening and goodbye